Hi, and welcome to Lamplighter Podcast. My name is Rebecca, and this is my squirrel friend, Momo. Hello, kids! We have an exciting story for you today. In each of our stories, we are going to learn about one virtue. A virtue is anything that is good and right and true. Virtues are like little lights that shine bright and beautiful in a story. Can I tell them about letters from Momo? Go ahead. I want to send you a real letter in the mail once a month. In my letters, I will tell you more silly forest stories, talk about virtues, and show you a real historical person who practiced that virtue. Oh, and uh, I'll also talk about acorns. If you would like to get letters from Momo in the mail once a month, just ask your adult to visit lamplighterkids.com. If you sign up before the 20th, you will get a letter from Momo for that month. Visit lamplighterkids.com for more information. So, are you ready? Come and listen while we light the way to your imagination. Hi, Momo. Wow, you're really eating those acorns fast. It's kind of a mess in here with all these acorn shells. Why are you so hungry? Well, I was so hungry because I spent the day building snow castles and having snowball fights with my friends. But I'm actually not hungry anymore. I'm just stuck eating these acorns and I can't stop. You can't stop? Yes, they're so delicious, I guess. I just have to eat them forever. Oh, Momo, you don't need to do that. You can stop anytime you want, you know. Really? I can? Oh, yeah, I guess I can. Okay, I'm stopping, but oh, I have a tummy ache. I bet you do. Seems like you got a little out of control there with the acorns. Well, our story today is actually about self-control, which seems like good timing, don't you think? Yes, I think I'll just lay here on the floor and listen to it. I shouldn't have eaten that many acorns. Why don't you rest and digest, and I'll tell you a spectacular circus tale. There have been many great circuses over the last hundred years, but... Few have come close to Mr. Reynolds' Circus Spectacular. It was a show that people traveled far and wide to come see. When Mr. Reynolds' big red and white striped tent came to town, shivers of excitement rushed through people young and old. They knew that in just a few short days, everything would be ready for the big show, and everyone scrambled to get their tickets. Mr. Reynolds, a large man with wild gray hair who was never without his silk purple top hat, had run his show for many years now, and just recently he was beginning to have big problems. Many of his performing animals were growing too old to perform anymore. They had all done a wonderful job for many years, but Mr. Reynolds, being a kind man, could see that it was time to let them retire and get rest in their old age. 
This he did gladly, and then began his search for new performance animals. He found a new head elephant who made the crowds roar with laughter. He found a handful of new trick monkeys who walked up and down the aisles selling peanuts. And he also found a very cute rabbit who did an excellent job jumping in and out of the magical hat. What he couldn't find, though, was a well-trained, eye-catching, tame, and magnificent lion. This was a problem because many of the customers came just to see the lion and his magnificent roar. Without a lion in his show, he knew that his circus just couldn't be the best forever. So he kept trying to find himself and his circus the perfect lion. The animals around the circus knew what was happening, of course, though Mr. Reynolds had no clue that they were watching and listening to everything. The mice, in particular, loved to catch the circus news and spread it around to the waiting animals. Everyone, human and animal alike, was very anxious about who the new lion would be and whether or not he would be as good as the one they had just retired. They knew that the future of Mr. Reynolds' Circus Spectacular rested on the question of what lion came to their show. Oh my, are you sure about that? Priscilla, a beautiful white circus horse with a shining mane, looked very shocked as a small mouse shared the latest news with her. I heard it with my own ears in Mr. Reynolds' own tent. He said a new lion is coming today. The mouse nodded with excitement. A new lion? Today? Let's hope he's better than the last one Mr. Reynolds tried. He almost bit off Lucinda's hair when she backflipped off the trampoline. Priscilla shook her head. Yes, we're all glad to be rid of him. Oh, hi, Amir, said the mouse. What's all the fuss about over here? Amir, the ginger cat, hopped down from the roof of the horse stalls looking uninterested in the conversation, and yet, from the flick of his tail, Priscilla could tell that he was indeed very interested. There's a new lion arriving today, according to Mavis Mouse here, Priscilla said. Amir sat eloquently on a narrow piece of fence. Well, that would be something if it were true, but sometimes these little mice... He shot Mavis Mouse a look. One mixed with some annoyance and some humor. Sometimes they spread news that isn't always the truest form of itself. Oh, Mr. Amir, sir! Mavis Mouse began. I know we messed up that one time when your tail got caught in a mouse trap because you were trying to go for the milk that actually wasn't Shh, there, but... said Priscilla, perking up her wide ears. What's all the commotion? Everyone stopped to listen. A large amount of circus workers began shouting and making noise on the other side of the tent. Above it all, they heard a loud roar fill the air. Did I just hear a lion? said Amir. Oh, how exciting! said Mavis Mouse, already heading down the side of the horse stalls and onto the floor. I'm going to get a closer look! I'll be sure to keep everyone updated on the news! Mice, you can't live with them, you can't live without them, Amir said, casually licking his paw. Listen and look, Priscilla leaned far out of her stall, and Amir followed. They could tell that a large group of people were about to walk around the corner of the tent. 
When they finally emerged, they saw him. A large, glorious lion with a thick, full mane. The circus workers were rolling him by in a cage, and all the while, the lion was bouncing and talking excitedly. Hi there, Anna. Hi there. Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. My name's Kathy, and I'm so excited to be here. I'm going to be the best performer. You should see my moves. I'm trained, you know. Oh, uh, hi, horsey. Hi, little kitty. You look just like a smaller version of me. Ha! The lion, Kavi, went on this way as he rolled by and onto the other side of the circus into his own container. Priscilla and Amir looked at each other. He seems nice, said Priscilla. A bit jumpy, I'd say, Amir said, one eyebrow raised. Well, at least he doesn't seem like the type that'll try to bite anyone. That's a step in the right direction. The two friends spent a while discussing the newest member. Before long, their trainer came on by to take them out for some practice. Amir jumped on Priscilla's back, a place he was very used to since their performances were always together, ready for an afternoon of training. Well, there's no use talking much more about it anyways, said Priscilla as she let her trainer lead her. We'll find out soon enough if he's good or not. Tomorrow, our group rehearsal is in the big top. We'll just have to wait till then to see how he performs. The next day, Priscilla and Amir sat with mouths wide open, watching a group of circus workers chase a very, very excited lion all around the big top tent during rehearsal. I guess that's our answer, said Amir as Kavi the lion jumped onto an elephant's back, then jumped off, doing a perfect backflip. Look at me! I'm a performer! Woo! Kavi cried as he improved his moves. I mean, he's really good, said Priscilla, watching Kavi jump through three hoops at once. He just can't seem to focus on his steps for very long before. Everyone in the tent gasped as Kavi slipped on a circus ball and fell flat on his face. When he jumped back up, his mane was covered in dust. It's okay, it's all right, everyone. I'm Kavi the Magnificent. I've got moves. I've got ouch. Five circus workers finally caught him and put a collar around his neck again. Kavi didn't seem to mind anything. He kept a big smile on his face as they let him outside the tent. Thank you! Thank you very much! I'll be back tomorrow! I can't believe I'm in a real circus now! It's amazing! Once Kavi was finally far enough away so that nobody heard his excited cries, the rehearsal started again. I feel bad for him said Priscilla as she and Amir waited on the sidelines for their turn. It really seems like he wants to be here performing, and I don't think he has any idea that he's not going to stay here very long if he keeps acting like that. Seems like we're going to need to wait for another lion, Amir said with a shrug. Priscilla watched the zebras do a side-stepping dance, and then her face lit up. No, no, we don't need a new lion. What we need is to talk to Kavi about his behavior. Yes, 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 that's it. You need to go talk to Kavi, Amir. You can go tonight when everyone's asleep and just tell him that if he keeps behaving like a crazy lion, nobody's going to keep him here. He is very young. Maybe he just doesn't know. 
At first, Amir thought that this plan would never work, but Priscilla convinced him that it didn't hurt to try, so in the end, he agreed. They continued to practice with as much enthusiasm as ever, but each of them, in their own minds, were wondering, would they be able to convince Kavi that he needed to calm down during performances? Could they help their beloved circus with this plan? They knew they needed a lion, and maybe, just maybe, Kavi could still be the one. Kavi, over here. Amir slinked over to the corner of the lion's enclosure, his ginger fur sparkling in the moonlight. Uh, who's there? Kavi lifted his head from sleep and looked all around. It's me, Amir. I'm the cat who rides on the horse's back. Oh, hi, little kitty. Kavi jumped up and ran over to the corner. Yes, I remember you. That's so cool that you can ride on a horse's back. Maybe I should try that during our next rehearsal. I wonder if a horse could hold me up. Hey, look, this is my new trick I've been practicing. Before Amir could say anything, Kavi jumped in a backwards flip and landed on one big paw, balancing for a few seconds. Oh, uh, wow, I mean, that's really, really amazing, Kavi. But listen, I came to talk to you about something. Kavi jumped back onto his four feet and ran over to the corner again. Oh, awesome, I'm ready for it. I love talking about something. Okay, look, this isn't easy for me to say, but since I want our circus to have a lion, I mean, and you're a very good performer from what I can see, I wanted to tell you that Mr. Reynolds is not going to keep you if you, you know, go crazy in the circus tent all the time. Kavi cocked his head in confusion. What do you mean by that? I thought everyone loved my super awesome moves. I mean, did you see the way I flipped off the elephant's back today? So cool. I did see that, Kavi, but that's not what Mr. Reynolds and all the performers want. They need all of us to work together and stay on step. If we all just do what we want, it's not going to be a very good performance. It can be hard to sit still and do what we're told when we get bored or rehearsal takes forever, but it's very important for the good of the show. Kavi lifted his chin off his hands with big eyes. He appeared to be thinking really hard. Suddenly, he stood up and started pacing in his enclosure. Wait, I thought I was making the show amazing by my amazing moves, but you're telling me it would be better if we just listen to my trainers and do what they told me? Amir nodded vigorously. Exactly. Kavi looked sad. But then I'll never get to do what I want to do. I love making new moves. You can still make new moves. You just have to save it for when you're working with your trainers or in your enclosure. Our trainers love it when we come up with different ways of doing things, but you just can't do it all the time. You have to do a little of both, and during the big rehearsal and the performance, you have to do what we all practiced. It's what makes our circus the best circus in the world. Kavi thought for a minute again. Then his big smile returned. You are such a nice friend. I was wondering why everyone looked so mad at me instead of impressed when I was showing off all my cool moves. Thank you so much for telling me this. I don't want to be sent anywhere else. It's always been my dream to perform in a circus like this, and I don't want to mess it up. 
Amir smiled at Kavi. He couldn't believe how well this little chat had gone. With a nod and a smile, Amir left Kavi and headed towards Priscilla's stall. He was sure that she would be waiting up to see how the conversation went. From then on, Kavi the lion was a very different creature. He still had a few moments of wild behavior, but for the most part, he listened to his trainers and worked well with the other animals. Mr. Reynolds' Circus Spectacular had found its new lion at last, and everyone was very happy about it. Kavi, most of all. After a couple weeks of practice, the day of the big show came. Thousands of people streamed into the big top tent, filling the empty stalls with laughter, yelling, and anticipation. Priscilla peeked out from behind the curtains and saw the large audience. She smiled. I just love this feeling before the big show. We're going to make all those people so happy with our performance. Oh, how do I look? She turned to Amir, who was perched elegantly on her back. Amir looked at the colorful ribbons that had been braided into her hair and the golden glitter they had painted all along her white fur. You look ready to perform, he said with a smile, adjusting a small golden hat on top of his head. Oh, I sure hope Covey does well today. Priscilla could see the lion pacing across the way. He's never actually performed in front of an audience. What if he gets so caught up he tries to add some of his new moves? Shh, Amir said. They could hear the audience quieting down, and Mr. Reynolds' booming voice began to speak. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Mr. Reynolds' Circus Spectacular. It's a show you'll never forget. The audience cheered and clapped for a long time. Priscilla, Amir, and all the animals behind the curtain felt their tummies roll with excitement. When the noise died down, Mr. Reynolds continued. Without further ado, I present to you the performers. The music began, the acrobats flew out from the corners, and the curtains were drawn back. Elephants, zebras, dancers, and of course, Priscilla and Amir jogged out into their assigned rings. The audience went wild. After a couple minutes, everyone gasped to see a big, beautiful lion jump out from behind the curtain. Kavi landed perfectly where he was supposed to, then jumped onto a big blue ball, rolling it along and letting out an ear-splitting roar that filled the tent. The audience was stunned with excitement and watched as the show continued. We are here to entertain you all. Please laugh and clap your hands. We've learned our steps, both big and small. Yes, we all understand. So control, so control. It makes the show beautiful. So come relax, enjoy your stay. We'll be spectacular. We promise you'll be entertained because we practiced our self-control, self-control. It makes the show beautiful. Self-control, self-control, it makes the show beautiful. The show was an instant success. Everyone knew after that that their circus would be okay. Mr. Reynolds wore a huge smile on his face for a whole week afterward. 
giving all the animals extra treats every day of the week. Soon the circus was being packed up to move on to the next town for more performances. Amir was walking along enjoying the last day in this location when he heard someone calling his name. Psst, Amir, over here. He looked around and saw Kavi, a usual smile on his face, waving him over. Amir smiled back and went up to him. Hey, uh, I just wanted to thank you for your little talk with me when I first arrived. I didn't realize how much better the show is when you work together with everyone instead of just doing your own thing. I would have definitely been out of here if you hadn't talked with me. I didn't realize how much self-control I needed till I came here. I thought I could just do anything I wanted and that it'd be so cool. But the show looks so much better when we all work together. Amir smiled. I'm glad our circus found a lion like you. I mean, you don't bite, so that's a big plus. Kavi smiled, his sharp teeth reminding Amir why it's good to have a non-biting lion. The two friends said goodbye, and Amir walked away, back towards the horse stalls, a happiness in his heart. Who would have imagined that a horse and a cat could change the course of their circus? He felt glad that, from here on out, Mr. Reynolds' Circus Spectacular would still be known as one of the best circuses around. So, Momo, are you feeling a little better now that you've had time to digest? I'm feeling a lot better. In fact, I was starting to think that I could eat some more acorns, but I realized it would probably make my tummy hurt again. I think that was a good decision, Momo. I think you are starting to learn more about the virtue in our episode today. Self-control. Self-control means that you are able to control your behavior when you need to. For example, if you are in a restaurant or a classroom or anywhere where it's better to be calm, it can take self-control to sit still and be patient. Or another example would be if you ate a big piece of cake and someone offered you another one. If you think it'll hurt your tummy, it can take some self-control to say no to that second piece. We all know how good cake tastes. Or acorns. It wasn't very fun to get a tummy ache even though the acorns tasted so good. But I guess I learned a lesson for next time. Hopefully I'll remember how to stop eating acorns before I get a tummy ache. Although that's a hard lesson for a little squirrel like me. That's true, Momo. Sometimes I have a hard time with self-control too, but usually not with acorns. All right, it's question time. Question one, what does it mean to have self-control? Question two, when is it hardest for you to have self-control? Whoa, what are you doing, Momo? Oh, I decided to distract myself from eating acorns by practicing some circus tricks. Look, I can stand on my head. Oh! Ouch. Are you all right, Momo? I think it takes a lot more training to become a circus animal. Oh, well, I guess I can see that now. Maybe I'll practice some simpler tricks. Good idea. And I might join you, Momo. It sounds kind of fun to move around right now. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for our story today. We'll see you next time for another Lamplighter Adventure.
Thanks for listening to Lamplighter Podcast today. If you liked our story, please leave us a review. It really helps other listeners find these stories. If you're interested in subscribing to Letters from Momo, just visit our website at lamplighterkids.com. I also love to hear from my listeners. You can email me anytime at lamplighterkids at gmail.com.